The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome in, folks, here on Saturday as we're going to be talking about another fantastic NFL draft prospect in the 2022 NFL draft, as well as covering some college football games. I am Joe DeLeon, joined by Chris Flum here on Big Blue Views audio lineup. So today's prospect, folks, we've ripped through a ton of big name players. Derek Stingley was last week, and we're going back to talking about the offensive line. The man that we're discussing today is Iowa center Tyler Lindenbaum, who is six foot three, 290 pounds, and has already pretty easily established himself as the best interior offensive lineman in the country. Some argue he is the best offensive lineman in the country. This guy has the athletic background that you love to see for a lineman, was a uh, a letter winner in football, basketball, and wrestling in high school. There's also an amazing clip that you can go find of him beating his uh, former teammate and current Tampa Bay Buccaneer uh, offensive lineman Tristan Wirfs in a, in a wrestling match when they were both in high school. It's pretty interesting to watch because of how powerful the two of them are and and obviously the the, the athletic prowess and the talent that they both have as offensive linemen. But the one thing you get with Linderbaum is that he is a fantastic athlete, and I, I think that it's pretty easy to say which is tough to find for a center these days is he is a plug and play top 15 draft pick at center. Yeah, he really is a plug and play player or plug and play prospect. He, there are very few nits to pick with his game. Like I'll probably start with the only two problems I can come up with. And the first is that very, very occasionally the fact that he's only been playing center for a couple of years shows up in his hand usage. You know, and it's not even that often. You know, sometimes he'll block with a shoulder. That's about it. And then also his size at 290 pounds. I've seen some people say he's in the 280s. I kind of don't care about that because, you know, like you said, he has a background as a wrestler. He beat Tristan Wirfs in high school. And Tristan Wirfs is an inch and about 30 pounds bigger than him. And he is really renowned for his strength and explosiveness and power. So for Lindenbaum to beat him, yeah, I think that says plenty 
about his play strength, his use of leverage, his balance, all of those things. So that really doesn't give me a whole lot of pause, him playing at 290. You know, he is really just a very, very clean prospect. And honestly, just to jump ahead a little bit, somebody I think should absolutely be on the Giants' radar. Yeah, the the thing with the weight and the size, it doesn't necessarily need to be a major factor if he can play up to the strength level of a bigger center prospect. And he does exactly that. The guy has really good leverage. He's got really good power. He understands how to properly place himself. And I think I mentioned it a few weeks ago on a, on a show talking about Linderbaum. And he, he there was a one play in particular where, where I saw him pull as a center, which is rare. It's very hard to do because it's hard to snap and then get upfield. But I watched him track a guy all the way upfield and then drive his ass multiple yards downfield. I think it was a linebacker that he picked up. That exemplifies his athleticism. He can run. He can move. This is not a lumbering lineman. This is an athlete playing center. And right now, the Giants, as you mentioned, they're in what is seemingly um, purgatory to an extent because they don't really know what they have with with Nick Gates. They don't even know if they're, he's going to be coming back. And if, if he does, I would actually push for a move for him to guard and then drafting Lindenbaum to play center. That would, which we already saw them starting to do with, yeah. with Billy Price. I think that that would fit perfectly because right now the Giants do really, really need an upgrade in the interior if they want this offensive line, which is currently the biggest issue, to no longer be an issue. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And just to circle back to Lindenbaum, they act, they used him as a puller a lot. I In the games I watched, he was pulling multiple times. He was getting out on screens, and he's able to get out ahead of screens. Yeah, that is impressive for a center. Not just because you know, centers are generally more athletic than guards, but just to be able to get out in front of a running back or a wide receiver and stay there as an interior offensive lineman, that's... That means you got some wheels. And to be able to do that after snapping the ball and snapping it well, yeah, that is just doubly impressive. And I think that that ability gives him a whole lot of scheme versatility where you could use him in a zone blocking scheme, no problem. He is custom built for a zone blocking scheme. But you could also use him as a puller in man gap power runs or... You know, he's really good at angles and taking half-man leverage or knowing where to work with his double teams, how to work off double teams up to the second level. You know, watching him, I almost got like a Marquise Pouncey type vibe from his game, except maybe more athletic. <laughs> Which is pretty interesting to say because Pouncey was a very highly sought-after draft prospect, and we know that the level of play that he provided for the Pittsburgh Steelers was fantastic or wait, wait wait was marquise or yeah he was the center he was the center okay. for the steelers okay Mike Pounce, just, he was the guard <laughs> yes yes i'm just making sure um but marquise yeah that myself <laughs> right <laughs> the uh the level Damn of impact <laughs> yes exactly it's very easy to mix up the two because they were twins and they were pretty much identical twins too um but pouncy such a high impact player and i think that's the kind of guy that you're going to get with linderbaum where he steps in He's going to take over, and the Giants need something like that. They need a player that they can just plug in and roll because like you look at what the problems that the Giants have at the moment is that 
their offensive line has no depth. It's constantly hurt. And even when they're fully healthy, it's still not a very good unit. So the only way that you're going to improve this team is not drafting another developmental player. They can't draft another Matt Parrott who is still coming along and is struggling in the process because he does not have a fully developed game, but he has the athletic traits. They need to draft a guy that they can put in and step in and play right away. And to the Giants' benefit, they have two draft picks in this year's draft. One is likely going to be in the top 10, and the other one is probably going to be somewhere around 15, giving them the perfect opportunity to draft a guy like Tyler Linderbaum, who is probably going to be undervalued centers typically don't get drafted in the top 10 and that is perfect for the draft selection spot for the giants to take a guy like him i'm already calling it now this is my guy this is the guy that i'm saying i'm literally going to talk about if i'm telling you guys right now it is october 22nd when we're recording this if you're going to be listening on the 23rd you're going to get sick of how many times I bring up Linderbaum and how I think he's going to be the guy that the Giants need to take and will take. It's going to be just like Micah Parsons last year. Give me <laughs> Tyler Linderbaum. So, so you're saying he's going to be a cowboy? That'll be right. Exactly. Yeah, he'll be, <laughs> which would piss me the hell out. Or a Philadelphia Eagle, which it's probably wouldn't make like a that, lot yeah. of sense. Wouldn't make, neither of those would make a lot of sense because they got um, uh, Hendrickson and, and uh, Biotish, but still, well, they'll still yeah. fight away. <laughs> yeah, somehow. Or he'll wind up over in Washington. Right, and I, and I think uh, and, Rulier is their... Yeah. It's kind of funny how all three of these teams have established centers and the, yeah. the Giants still don't. <laughs> yeah. All the more reason to take him. Exactly, exactly. He he is a guy you can build your offensive line around. He's He seems to be a very smart player. He's got great awareness. And that was something that jumped out at me is he, he looks for work and he finds work. It's It was very hard for defenses to take him by surprise with stunts, twists, delayed blitzes. He he did a great job of passing off defenders to his line mates and picking up that late pressure. And it never really had a chance of getting back to the quarterback. So he's really a complete center. And it's... It's kind of fascinating to me that he started as a defensive tackle at Iowa. He was a defensive tackle in high school, and he was recruited to Iowa as a defensive tackle and just converted to center three years ago, and he's already this good. Yeah, How much better could he be with even more development? Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. 
Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yeah, it's certainly give him a little more time, and he could be a, a really, really talented player, which he he already is. We've got a couple games, Chris, that we want to mention here um, that are coming up today. Two of them, actually, yeah, two of them, including LA teams. Coincidentally, uh, UCLA is playing Oregon on college the college game day game here, uh, three thirty p.m. Eastern time on ABC over in Pasadena, and then USC will be playing Notre Dame for their annual rivalry, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time on NBC. Those are the two most notable games that stood out to us. If we're talking prospects, the matchup that I'm keyed on here is Kayvon Thibodeau versus Sean Ryan. I believe that they're both available and playing in this game. And then USC-Notre Dame for me. I, I'm, I'm paying attention to Drake London, USC's receiver, how he does against Notre Dame's very, very talented secondary. How does Kyle Hamilton do if he's in any situations where he has to maybe cover him? This is going to be a really fun matchup. I think both of these, because there's some pretty good prospects on both squads. Yeah, you know, the, the Thibodeau-Ryan matchup, assuming they're both playing on the same sides of the of the their respective defensive and offensive lines yeah that i think is going to be really good scouting tape uh thibodeau is one of the best defensive prospects he's one of the best prospects in this upcoming draft class just barnum we've already talked about him sean ryan we haven't gotten to yet but he looks like he could be one of the top tackle prospects so when you've got two top prospects going at each other yeah that's always great tape and then usa notre dame those are always good games and I want to get a good look at Drake Jackson, the USC edge. Yeah, Drake Jackson, uh, you know, you, you you mentioned him. He's also been creating some some buzz, which is kind of funny because the Trojans suck right now. Uh, <laughs> knock, knock on wood because I'm a Notre Dame fan and I don't want them to just suddenly be good. But uh, yeah, no, you, you mentioned him and he, he's been a really good edge rusher. He's got some... I feel like I keep hearing some mixed reviews on him where it's either first round or it's early day two. Regardless, the Giants need to... The the two things that we're going to talk to death throughout the end of the season and, and in the draft cycle for the Giants is offensive linemen and edge rushers. There should not be another position group that is considered for the Giants' first four picks. It needs to be either of those. And, and, and both of these games feature players at both of those positions. Yeah, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And in this case, th this hasn't changed even at all. Yeah, those are things the Giants have needed to address for years now. And hopefully this year, they'll find themselves in a good position with good value available where they will be able to get one of those guys. You know, maybe they'll be able to come away with a Kyle Hamilton or a Kayvon Thibodeau and then Tyler Lindebaum. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Knowing the Giants, they'll probably draft Isaiah Spiller, uh, which would be absolutely fantastic. Uh, it would make us all feel great. Uh, folks, thanks for tuning in to today's college football show. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date. And we will be coming your way with a post-game stream after the Giants game against the Carolina Panthers.